0: Hello and welcome to episode number 366 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayIfoundDoubt.com. In the episode today, you're going to learn about the first woman to fully circumnavigate the globe. There aren't any bonus facts in today's episode, so let's just get right on with the show. While many names are commonly bandied about as to who is the first man to circumnavigate the globe, it's rarely mentioned who the first woman to accomplish such a thing was. In this episode, we're going to rectify that and tell the fascinating story of one Jeanne Barret. Born Jeanne Barret to a farming family in 1740, not a lot is known about Jeanne's childhood and early life. It's speculated that she likely had an interest in plants from a young age and later became a herb woman with a wealth of knowledge of the healing properties of local flora. As a herb woman, she would have the opportunity to dispense medical advice to the local villagers, as well as teach scientists about the plants in the area, a relatively common request at the time. Enter Philibert de Comisson, an aristocrat and scientist who was studying plants in the Loire Valley, where Barret was from. Perhaps it was her wits or looks, or perhaps Comisson was just incredibly into plants, but Jean Barret's next recorded employer was Commerson himself, who took her on as a housekeeper. We can't say definitively that their relationship was anything other than employer and employee. After all, Comisson was married and no one in the 18th century ever had affairs, right? right? But we do know that Beret fell pregnant and gave birth in 1764 because the certificate of pregnancy, required by French law at the time, has survived the trials of time. Though Barré does not name the father of her child, the form was signed in a town 30 kilometers away from Barré's residence and witnessed by two men of relatively good standing. Not surprisingly, most historians think there's little doubt that Comisson was the father of the baby and arranged the signing of the certificate. A short time later, Comisson and Barré, who changed her name to Jean de Bonnefoy, moved to Paris. Barré gave up her son at the Paris foundlings hospital, where he died at about one year's In that same year, Comisson was invited to join a royal expedition led by Louis-Antoine de Bougainville. The expedition was set to be France's first circumnavigation of the globe, but it also aimed to collect plant and animal specimens in order to procure new flora and fauna that would adapt well to France and the French colonies. At first, Comisson hesitated. Not only was he often in poor health, requiring Beret's services as a nurse, among other things, but she was also the one who organized his papers and documented his collections. It is unknown how Baret came to be literate, when it's quite likely her parents were not, but it's possible she was taught by a parish priest or even Comisson himself. The royal invitation did allow Comisson an assistant, paid out of the government's pocket, but women were not allowed on navy ships at the time. Then the idea was hatched, Baret would join the expedition dressed as a man. For the most part, she was successful in hiding her gender. Several factors contributed to her effective masquerade. First, she joined the expedition just before the ship was set to sail in 1766. Comisson kept saying that he hadn't found the right person to be his assistant and simply took on a young man who presented himself at the dockside. Second, Commerson carried so much equipment with him that the ship's captain gave up his cabin to make room for Commerson, his assistant, and all of their equipment. The cabin offered privacy that the rest of the ship did not, including private toilet facilities. Thirdly, Francois Vives, the ship's surgeon, kept a journal in which he told of his suspicions that Beret was a woman. However, he said that when she was confronted by members of the crew, she told everyone that she was a eunuch and that waylaid any other questions for a time. Presumably, at this point, the crew were probably too busy cringing and holding their hands protectively around their nether regions. For a while, the couple was able to dodge suspicion. Jean Barret's accomplishments likely overshadowed any oddities she displayed. She is thought to have discovered many new plants, including one called Borgenvillia, ultimately named after the leader of the expedition. It turns out that Comisson's worries about his own health were well-founded. He had trouble with ulcers on his legs by the time Villier was found and around Rio de Janeiro was not able to do much walking. Thus, it was Beret who tramped through the rainforest and brought back most of the samples, as well as documented her own discoveries. Unfortunately, it is difficult to live in close quarters with a large group of men without them noticing odd patterns of behavior. It was noted that Beret never used the public, open-air toilet. She was smaller in size than the rest of the men. Her disguise was difficult to maintain, and rumors had been circulating on the ship about her true sex for some time, as noted. There are many different accounts of how she was discovered, but most agree that it happened when the ship landed in Tahiti in 1768. Bougainville himself reported that a group of Tahitians surrounded Beret and exclaimed that she was a woman, and Beret had to be ushered back onto the ship in order to avoid a conflict. Other accounts don't match up, however, with some saying that the Tahitians revealed her sex in a more brutal manner. Other journals say that she was not revealed on Tahiti but on New Ireland, and it was also the crew who did the revealing. Whatever the case, Barret and Comisson did not continue on with the Atoll after the masquerade was discovered. They disembarked at Mauritius, much to the relief of Bourgainville, who did not want to deal with having a woman illegally aboard his naval ship. The pair later traveled to Madagascar to document plants there, discovering a plant named after Barret, the Barretia bonifida. Unfortunately the plant had already been discovered and named by the time Commerson's sample made it back to Paris. Only one plant from the expedition honors Barret, the Solanum Barretii, while over 70 species honor Commerson. Commerson ended up dying on Mauritius, leaving Barret with a lot of preserved plants and records and little means of returning home to France she found work on the island and married a French officer named Jean du Then around 1775, Jean Buret returned to France with her husband and plant specimens in tow. The plants were turned over to the government and Buret was later granted a pension for her service on the expedition. Bourgainville reportedly said her behavior was exemplary aboard the ship. She was modest and hardworking. The pension honored her great courage on the expedition, despite the fact that she had disguised herself as a man. With her return to France, Jean Beret completed her circumnavigation of the globe, becoming the first woman to accomplish such a feat. Set up comfortably by the pension from the government, she died in 1807 at the somewhat ripe old age of 67. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily Podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode or find more articles at TodayIFoundOut.com.